Hi, it's Katrina. We're going to be talking about procedures for considering changes in Senate rules from the Congressional Research Service. Richard S. Beth, Specialist on Congress and the Legislative Process, January 22nd, 2013. Summary. This report discusses procedures and related issues involved in considering changes to Senate rules. The Constitution empowers each House of Congress to determine its own rules. The Senate normally considers changes to its standing rules in the form of a simple resolution, which, like any ordinary measure, can be adopted by a majority of senators voting A quorum being present, simple majority, like most measures, however, such a resolution is debatable. Senate rules place no general limits on how long consideration of a measure may last and allow such limits to be imposed only by a supermajority vote for cloture. As a result, opponents may be able to prevent the resolution from coming to a vote by filibustering. For changes in standing rules, the supermajority requisite for cloture is two-thirds of senators voting with the quorum present, except by unanimous consent. Moreover, the Senate can normally take up a resolution changing rules or any other measure only by adopting a motion to proceed to consider. A simple majority can adopt this motion, but the motion is itself debatable, so that in order to reach a vote, it may be necessary to obtain a two-thirds majority to invoke cloture first on the motion to proceed, then also on the measure itself. For these reasons, in cases in which opponents are willing to filibuster, it can become necessary in practice to obtain supermajority support in order to bring the Senate to the point at which it can vote on a proposal to amend Senate rules, even though a simple majority can then adopt the proposal itself. Changes to standing rules could also be included in other forms of resolution or in bills, but any motion to consider a measure containing such provisions is still always debatable, and a two-thirds majority is still required for cloture. Procedural changes could also be established as standing orders or as certain other kinds of procedural regulation. A motion to proceed to consider a measure establishing procedural regulations in any such form would be also would also be debatable, but cloture on such a measure would require three-fifths of the full membership of the Senate. Finally, the Senate may also change its procedures by establishing new presidents that interpret existing rules or other standards differently from before. This might be achieved either by ruling a ruling that directly establishes an altered altered practice or by one that permits a simple majority 
to bring the Senate to a vote on a change of rules. If a point of order asserts a new interpretation, the chair will normally overrule it on the basis of existing precedents. But if that decision is appealed to the full Senate, a simple majority could establish the new interpretation by voting to reverse the decision. Appeals are normally debatable, however, so that opponents may be able to prevent any vote to overturn the ruling by filibustering the appeal unless a supermajority would vote for cloture. Proceedings that would permit the Senate to reinterpret rules without requiring a supermajority vote in the process have been called the nuclear option, or if implemented through raising a point of order on constitutional grounds, the constitutional option. I'll say that again. Proceedings that would permit the Senate to reinterpret rules without requiring a supermajority vote in the process have been called the nuclear option or if implemented through raising a point of order on constitutional grounds, the constitutional option. It is not clear that any such form of proceeding can be proposed that will not require violations of existing rules in the process of changing them. Some of the proceedings proposed will require the chair make a ruling contrary to precedent, or else to submit to the decision of the Senate a settled procedural question on which the chair would routinely rule. Others would require the Senate to entertain a novel motion through which a simple majority could close debate or would involve disposing of a motion through proceedings that would be in order only if the Senate were already to have approved the motion. Introduction Recent interest in possible changes to Senate procedural rules and the potential difficulty of accomplishing them has fostered renewed discussion about the procedures under which the Senate could consider such changes. Current public discussions have often described some features of these procedures as incomplete, misleading, or even inaccurate ways. This report discusses the procedural rules that govern how the Senate may consider changes in those procedural rules themselves with emphasis on complications that may arise when proposed changes are controversial, on ways of addressing those complications, and on special considerations bearing on action at the start of a new Congress. Most of the recent interest in Senate rules has fo focused on the cloture rule, Rule 20. 22, paragraph 2, which permits the Senate to restrict the time for considering an item of business and other rules 
that affect possible filibusters. Filibuster is not a formal designation for any specific procedure provided for by Senate rules. Rather, it is a term colloquially used to refer to attempts to prevent or delay favorable Senate action on an item of business through dilatory or obstructive actions on the Senate floor. Historically, extended debate has been thought of as the chief means of conducting a filibuster, but other procedural actions permitted by Senate rules may be used more loosely to refer to explicit or implicit threats to engage in dilatory action of any kind, and even to threats to block a request for unanimous consent to take up an item of business. A central issue in recent discussions have been the proposals to change Senate rules in ways that would restrict filibusters are potentially themselves subject to filibusters, conducted consistent with the rules already in effect. This report accordingly focuses on the procedural mechanisms by which the Senate might accomplish a change in its rules. It does not address the content of recent proposals to change the closure rule or associated procedures, or how these rules may be used for filibustering purposes, except as these rules bear on the consideration of proposals to change Senate rules.